Hey, I am Luis Moleto, and this is... Uh, still have problems with calling it a podcast, but it's a podcasting platform, so I'm going to call it a podcast. Uh, where I usually just go over my re- my weekly notes, how my week went. It's a way to uh, for me to check in every week. Um, my bullet points is where my time went, any notes that I capture... Um, any thoughts that I had that I want to revisit that I just kind of want to explore and kind of voice and talk out loud. Also, how I'm doing my physical health, emotional health, or that mental health, really some of the things that happen every week. Uh, spiritual health as well. Uh, my finances, um, if I'm achieving my goals, how am I getting close to those? Also, I check in what I read this week, anything that stuck out, any books that I'm reading. And what I'm listening to, maybe a lot of podcasts, uh, maybe not so much, um, audiobooks, and what I'm listening to on Spotify, which is my current player, and then upcoming, anything that might be coming in in the next couple of weeks. I try to keep these short, but uh, tend to be tangential. But um, So if you stay around, you're going to get to hear what happened to me this past week. Thanks for listening. Hey, today is October 16th, 2022, and this is kind of how my last week went. So as far as time, went to yoga a couple of times. I'm doing my three, well, yeah, three, including Saturday, and then one deep stretch, what I'm calling a three, two, one. So three all-level flows classes, vinyasa flow classes two walks outside and then one deep stretch last week i didn't get to do one of my walks so i uh, was only one short i spent some extra time at work because we had some login issues to the with the platform that i mostly kind of work with it's a third-party vendor it's a SaaS business so it's all web-based but we were having issues with authentication which was kind of nice to kind of understand what was going on by some of the little reading that i done on the side um as i like to joke reading the majority of an article which references this toyota i think it was a highlander commercial a couple years ago um um, anyway so i always say whenever i don't know everything but i just kind of read a gloss over things that's my thing i read the majority of an article on it But um, kind of understanding what was happening, on, happening and um, it was going on with authentication, right? And I actually was just reading. Actually, I just realized that um, I I just recently signed up for this um, Substack. It's called Technically. It is a I think he's in his data specialist, data analyst, somewhere on data. Data, and uh, he's anonymous. I don't think he. he he use, doesn't use his real, like real, any kind of what they call PII, any personal identifiable, identifiable information. But he's very knowledgeable because he's learned a lot of this stuff on his own. And that's how he got himself into the position he's in or was, I think. But anyways, he was talking about the tokenis, tokenization. Oh, and I'm sure I'm missing a couple of vowels there. But 
it's not related to NFTs. It's more related to authentication tokens and the difference between doing a um, encrypting and doing a token authorization or creating like an authorization token. Um, so that will, that's what we had going on. Um, we had issues with our um, the certificate that was provided by our by my employer's IT department uh, for our vendor to use our credentials for authentication. That had expired because apparently 90 days is enough <laughs> uh, and nobody knew when it was expiring. I guess the person whose calendar was synced with that event was out of office. And that happened on Friday, of course. Um, I didn't spend as much time as my coworker. Um, she is the product owner for this particular, um, even though we don't develop for this particular tool, but because we use it so much, um, my boss decided to, that it was a good idea for us to get somebody for to take kind of product ownership over it. And this kind of fits between the Scrum spectrum of things. But anyways, she did an amazing job. A lot of patience. Um, and she kind of <clears throat> got it back on. But I was standing by just in case she needed somebody to test things. And also just kind of a little bit of moral support. Though she doesn't feel like everybody had left and she's the only person. Um, so I, I just kind of felt like it was the right thing to do. Especially because I was on call this weekend. I did my usual weekly trip to go visit my mom. I did some reading. I'm still going through uh, A World Without Email by Cal Newport. Uh, for some reason, I'm just kind of clicking. <laughs> with it. Now I'm, I'm, I don't know, I just, I'm liking it. So I, I, don't, I don't feel like I need to um, vilify whenever I like, I'm, I'm interested in the subject or something. It's catching my interest and I'm trying to apply it to what I do for work. And not so much as in, I'm just trying to read it for entertainment. I have some things that I read for entertainment purposes that I, because there's some things that are entertaining, just like some people play video games, some people watch movies. I sometimes read business books or business articles or articles on world news, even though I'm not going to do anything on it. But I just feel like I it just, I lead some, some things I read for entertainment. Oh, just for, also for enriching my, uh, a fuller view of what goes on in the world. Which I don't think it's like this thing that everybody has to do. I just felt like I want to do, want to do it because I want to to create more context and things. That way, whenever I experience something in the world, I can, I feel confident that I'm attributed to a sort of factors or kind of put a metadata on it, on these things. <clears throat> you know, kind of categorize it in my own way in something that feels fair and. And um, not knowledge. The word the word is not knowledgeable. But that it it feels fair, and that it comes from a place that I comprehend what's going, that I understand, or that I better understanding than just kind of glossing over it. I did study study a little bit for the PSN one exam. I'm doing probably an hour, an hour and a half on it, and that's just to keep myself at a pace. I'm not trying to bust through it i'm just trying to little by little chunk it takes chunks away for with it and that seems to be okay it's going to take me for <laughs> i say forever but it's not going to take him forever but it might take me a little bit longer than when probably it's going to take somebody else to take this exam and pass it but i'm also practicing studying skills which i as somebody that graduated from college i didn't have good studying skills as i learned as i understand now 
I passed it, but I could have done, it could have been so much easier on me if I would have developed some better studying skills. And as somebody that is trying to still incorporate some sort of studying, because all you, you hear a lot of different, um, at least I, from my perspective, I hear it from different resources that somebody that doesn't stop learning, meaning that they're always kind of learning something new in some kind of way or another. It, it helps. It's, it's like giving, it's like your brain develops some exercising. And so I want to sustain that. And because it helps, I think it's going to help at, at later year, at the later years, years, if I start developing some skills around that. Some, uh, well, at least an appetite to do so. And not just kind of, hey, I've done enough. I'm going to coast through here from this point on. And this is not something that probably a lot of people will share, but just something that makes me, I guess, different or odd, depending on who you're asking. And I did some yard work uh, because why not? It was uh, it was Tuesday, and the grass just doesn't, doesn't stop growing. Um, it was mostly weed, sadly. <clears throat> As I mentioned, and the attention reading a word without email. I'm enjoying the book. I'm skipping some things whenever he goes into. You know, you kind of get the main point, but as an author and somebody that likes to write, if you've seen videos of what his keyboard looks like, he likes to write. It's the Mac Pro, and some of the keys are gone. Like, they're not, they're white. You can see the backlit, the light coming through in some of the keys, which I'm trying to figure out what keys those are, but I'm sure that somebody has figured that out. But, so he likes to write. So whenever I'm sure he gets on a topic and he just kind of, and of course, he's somebody that has a PhD. So he has, um, he likes to go into the, the weeds, as you would say, as you say, and really dive deep into some of the, pun intended, because most of his things are deep, deep work, deep questions. Um, and then he has a, well, the deep life is this, is this uh, framework that, um, that he he really likes to work around. It's almost like it's a little bit of a, a little bit of spoken wheel kind of thing. No, it's spoken, yeah, spoken wheel. I think is what it is. Um, but anywho, I like the the book I'm enjoying. I'm now in the second part of the book, which is where he kind of goes into the solutions that he's proposing. Um, so far, I wanna the first. So he goes into this, uh, so the first part is not, you know, he vilifies email, but in our reality, he does it in a way as in the studies that have shown how context switching and jumping from thing to thing and, and what he, he coined, I think he coined this term, well, this term, the hyperactive hive mind, and I have some problems with that, <laughs> with the word, pronouncing the word, but, um, <clears throat> But it, which is the back and forth, you know, stop what you're doing, get into this I message about into this message about something completely not related to what you were doing. So it's almost like you never actually do something. It's basically what what he calls that that um, the way it worked that he attributes to when email come came about because Slack, which is a tool that a lot of companies use, and I don't use Slack. We use Microsoft Teams, which is Microsoft version of Slack, um, it just kind of the same. It's a continuation continuation of email. Is 
deal with this now. It's here, it's binging, it's red, the little bell's going on, um, that kind of thing. So it, it takes you away from actually doing the work that you actually paid to do or expected to do. But that doesn't go away, right? You're still responsible for that job. So anyway, he goes through the first part of that. And then in the second part, he, he goes through what he call attention. A couple of principles. He's, he calls them principles, and he has four. The first thing is the attention capital principle, which is the underpinning for the the next three things. Um, where he goes into more as a, the attention capital is what really creates value. It's what adds value. It's what, as a knowledge worker, you add value because you're not working an assembly line. So you torquing this part into this part, that is not, it's not what you do. You do some other things, right? And uh, so that is what he kind of underpins everything. And then he go and that, the one that I'm actually, I just finished that one. And um, he was going more into the process principle, um, which is, to me, it's called a I love you Kanban boards because that's why he it's it's a lot on that. That's his um, he underpins that that principle that section of the book uh, more on using Kanban 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 style boards, and Kanban is a um, it's a framework under the Agile methodology. If you use Trello, if you use well, actually, Trello was one of the first tools that came out like that, and everybody just kind of uh, used that as a feature in their product, not their product. But um, it's the same thing as like you have cards, and those cards get moved from column to column. That's what Kanban boards are. It's very heavily used in the manufacturer setting. So if you go to most manufacturing centers or plant, you're going to see some type of board somewhere, and it has that structures of, you know, usually it goes as what's coming, like, doing or done and what's blocked it's that's the way it kind of gets organized so a lot of that is in in that uh chat that section and then he uh, the next one that i'm going into is the so i did process the other one is protocol which i i I haven't i haven't read it yet so i don't know exactly what it goes into and the last one i saw that it was more of a um that's specialization protocol um but anyways that's what i'm going with um just kind of a little bit of where i'm at in the book so for some reason i find it interesting obviously because i'm applying a lot of things i'm I'm seeing connections with what i can do for work i'm not a manager i do work with a team with a small very i coordinate small pieces of work with a team and i've used some of the methodologies like as far as a comment board i did use that with a, um, a tool that Microsoft has called Planner. It's only, it is only web-based. You, if, if you create a app using um, Edge, Edge Chromium, which is a, a version of Chrome, then you create like a desktop app, but in our reality, it's just a web page that you get access to. It's, a, it's pretty much a shortcut, right? That's what those apps are, just a shortcut that you can attach to your um, taskbar in Windows. But there's no desktop app for it. It's only web-based. There's a mobile app. But it's pretty much that's what it is. It's a Kanban-style board. And the reason why I think Microsoft did that, and I'm going on a tangent about productivity tools and things like that, but it's one of those things, right? Um, it's um, because that Microsoft Project. Microsoft Project is, like, big. It's what will compete with something like Trello at a more higher level, Asana, Jira, 
um, some of the other ClickHub, some of the other Monday.com, some of the other tools that are out there. Uh, but if you go, I think Primavera, which is it's the desktop version, is more like a legacy. It's been around for a while, uh, just like Microsoft Project. But now everything newer, like Asana, Jira, they're all browser-based um, type of businesses or SaaS businesses. So, <clears throat> but anywho, so I'm enjoying the book. And as far as... Um, and I'm still doing kind of my morning reads. That's something that I, I still continue to do. As far as listening, um, Lo-Fi Beats has been my go-to in the past couple of days. It's always in the kind of constantly playing. And then some podcasts. I listened to the one that Tim Ferriss just released. Um, I don't know if it was last week or not, but it was. Um, he had a live Q&A type of setting. Um, and usually as he goes in the weeds about things this this one he went a lot into marketing for some reason that it just kind of hit him with that with those co- a couple of questions about marketing and creating a product and creating a luxury brand and it was just kind of kind of interesting especially because it, it felt like he was riffing on things right so he didn't feel scripted or anything like that and he's very knowledgeable about things like that he doesn't talk he talks more about ha- hacking and tools like that but he, the reason why the podcast is to where he's at is where he's at and he is doing very well is because some of the other ways that he's developed marketing and he understands some of the marketing around it but so that was been it and then as far as watching really nothing too specific as far as youtube goes there have been a little more youtube this past couple of days a couple of the things that have been released some of the chat the channels that i follow I've been into, you know, some I follow things like around food, around um, life stuff, productivity, a couple of those. Um, people that are into minimalists, I follow some people that are follow that I listen to their podcasts. So I also listen to the follow the YouTube because they put out some different content in there as well. Um, so I, I just kind of have a little bit because it breaks, it, it makes things, it breaks the pattern a little bit, right? So sometimes I like to read, but sometimes um, I like to read all the time. And then some things I like to watch because it kind of breaks. It, it kind of triggers other things in your brain. At least it's the way I, I understand it. That's why, you know, some music you have to listen to and you cannot do anything else. Like for a podcast, I can do some tasks while I'm listening to a podcast. Like, for example, I, I work, I can do things that are tedious. Like it's just automatic I'm just doing very admin task. Um, I can do that because it doesn't require. It's like while driving, right? You can listen to music while driving. You can listen to music while you're uh, working out, things like that. There are some things that you can do that you have done so much that your body kind of has a way. They created those. I don't know connections, patterns, whatever you want to call it. I'm sure somebody with better uh, knowledge about that will have the right term. But but this is the same thing. Um, but some of the some of the tasks, like whenever I'm reading something on the screen and I want to comprehend it, I cannot have a podcast in my head. And I'm sure some people feel the same way. I it just it just I need to mute something, and usually it's going to be what I'm reading because the audio usually comes out louder, and I'm listening to something that I'm probably more interested in what I'm reading. So I, but for watching, sometimes it's just like okay. I'd, I don't want to get listening to something technical. I want something that it triggers, it captures me in a different way, and that's why I I've been enjoying YouTube. Um, now I'm now I pay for the YouTube Premium. 
even though it comes from YouTube Music, which I haven't downloaded, I thought about downloading it because, you know, sometimes I get bored with Spotify offers. So I want to see if the YouTube algorithm uh, figures me out differently or something like that. But um, the reason why I have it is because it gets rid of the ads. I think that's the major selling point. Um, because the more you watch YouTube, the more ads you get served, right? At the beginning, you it's almost it's like an increasing thing. The more hours you spend on it, the more time, it's like you get an ad. So... And some of the ads are, you know, it's not about the ad itself, it's the time. Sometimes it's like, it just kind of takes me away from what I'm trying to accomplish. Because um, sometimes I don't listen to videos all the time. I, like, I don't actually I don't watch the video completely. Like, if it doesn't grab me and it's not interesting, I just skip it, right? What I do is I usually add to my queue and I have like a queue of five or more videos. Videos, And if, I, I, I tend to be good at this, but sometimes I fail, I just fill my queue and I start watching it. And some things I, you know, I stay with it and I watch it comp- the whole thing. But some things I just get bored. I just want to skip it. This is not what I thought, blah, blah, blah. And then whenever the queue is over, that means YouTube time is over. That's the way I try to do it. Sometimes I follow, I fall for the, um, <laughs> the algorithm as far as what it's recommending. Um, I tend to watch YouTube. I have it on my phone. But the only reason why I have it on my phone is because sometimes I like to listen to things on YouTube. Uh, and with YouTube Premium, you can do background play. So videos will still play in the background even though the app is not on your screen. You don't have it open. It's one of those things, right? They're trying to get you to get premium and to watch the thing all the time. So, but anyways, that's that's been mostly it um, on the watching side. I'm kind of going on tangents today for some reason. Um... As far as the mind goes, um, actually, as far as the body goes, so my left knee is still kind of something I'm watching for. Uh, this week, I won't be able to. Uh, so most likely after the trip that I'm going a couple of weeks, I'm I'll make an appointment with um, with the chiropractor and see if a couple of adjustments help me with the left knee. If not, then I'll I'll have to see. Uh, but maybe get visiting a specialist. How? Because I want to be able to take care of it, so I don't have to, to stay away from surgery. Right? That's what I'm trying to prevent: is stay away from surgery. But I also don't want to stop being active. So it's kind of one of those things. Um, <clears throat> as I mentioned, I miss it. I missed my walk this week, and I missed. Um, but I did get to you go to yoga. Um, uh, you know, I, what the other thing I had in here as far as I, um, optimizing, like as far as what other things, what's something else that I need to, do I need to optimize everything? Um, and applies, this applies a little bit, some of the themes that I've, um, that came into my inbox this week. And is whenever you optimize something, Whenever you optimize too much, right? You can't. You it's almost is what they say throwing the baby with the bathwater. You sacrifice things that you didn't realize you were getting out of this mundane task. Um, and I've I've shed some things here and there, right? I don't. I can't tell you that I don't do. I mean, I don't grow my own grocery, my own grown vegetables, right? I buy those from the grocery store. So there's definitely some things that I've outsource um but i've tried to not i've tried to not outsource everything um because sometimes i just feel like i need to struggle a little bit 
right? And that's another thing that I, another thing that uh, I was, the, the, you need to manage, right? Optimization, struggle. It's almost like those are all, it's almost like if you have in front of you what I call a, some, uh, like a radio booth, right? Uh, or rec- where you record, um, or you make recordings, right? Or a recording booth or something like that. And you have different levels, different uh, things you can slide, um, you know, left to right. Different knobs, so all the uh, or all those, all of those are, I consider them to be in that slides, knobs, buttons, things that you click up, that you click down, you turn on and off. In suffering, optimizing, struggle, I don't know. They just kind of make sense that they will be there. So, my the balance that I would need. Even as an individual compared to somebody else might be different. And even as myself right now and myself maybe in a couple of years might be different, right? Because what I need right now as I'm kind of starting, as I'm trying to find my footing as somebody potentially just to be alone or be, um, if you know, divorced and, and kind of be out in the world and things like that. I need to see myself under a different light as somebody that that can be um, of companionship to somebody as a friend um, that um, now I'm I feel like I can be on my own more and I'm okay with that. Um, But at times, you know, there's a cloud that comes over me, right, that I feel like I'm the odd guy that I'm always on myself, that I'm almost like a serial killer. Um, So I, I try to balance that out, too. Um, but I also don't want to be desperate, right? I don't want to be like, I'm struggling to find a friend. Like, I cannot find a friend. Um, and and people, I don't can smell it. Because I can, I can, if I was on, on somebody else's shoes, I would see when somebody is just struggling to find a friend. And um, I don't want to be that person. Because I don't, that's not what I'm looking for. Um, I just see that there's a gap that it doesn't matter what I do is still kind of missing. It's a missing piece. Um, because it's not like I don't function without it. It's just that what I'm trying to develop, how I'm trying to grow as a human is better served if I have other humans around me. Not like a ton of people. Cause I don't, I don't like people that much. I never have really. I, I realize now all the times that I put up with that many people because I don't do, I do better in smaller settings whenever there's a couple people, um, three, four people. Um, I can do good in those settings because, but then I, I, it, I balance it out, right? I do that for a little bit and then I, um, I need some time on my own. But what I've, I mean, this is kind of going into my mind a little bit. Um, but you know, whatever they can mix, they can go on kind of thin line between the two. But it is to a point that as I'm trying to understand myself better, what I want to do after the years that I put, not because I was asked, but because I felt like because I always see it that I felt like it was the only thing that I could do. Because some of the things that I've learned, some of the behaviors, some of the ways that I, that I was dealing with, um, I don't want to use the trauma, but some of the things that happened in my past, the way that I dealt with those, 
in a way, was to say, okay, this is going to be my place in the world. I'm just going to let everybody else kind of come up with a plan. And, and if they like it, then I like it, and that's fine. And, and, that's, and I'm just going to be the easygoing guy. And I like to be easygoing in a way, but not in the way that I need to, that I don't have a definition of what I like and I don't like. I like more the definition, I'm easygoing that I keep my identity small, smaller, meaning what is really important to me, even that I know, right? And that's what I don't know yet is what is really important. That are, are just a couple of things. And then everything else, it's okay. You know, I don't care if it's this or that. Because it doesn't make much of a difference. And that's what I'm trying to figure out. What actually does make a difference. And as I move forward, it's hard, right? Because it, it whenever you start going into those things, especially if you don't do it with the help of somebody else and that's what i consider to go back into seeing my um well i don't know if i'm gonna go back to last um i think he gave me the tools that he was able to give me but i'm in a different point now that i need to look for somebody else um um i think he brought me where i'm at but i something somebody else a different kind of input is going to take me to where i want to go but anywho um <clears throat> i thought that i need to go back to start seeing somebody more frequently more frequently as far as um counsel therapists you know somebody to talk to um, to kind of parse things out right um because that's what i found myself is that i need to to have a little bit of that i i realized that i talked to myself a lot and when i used to talk to myself more and this is this came after reading ego is enemy by ryan holiday it's one of the as i was just going through the notes for that and it just kind of, you know, it's a reminder that talking to yourself in a way is a way. If it would, for your ego, it feels like you you found the solution because you you talked about it long enough that the solution is done. Why are we even moving forward? No, this is case closed. You found the solution because you talked it over with yourself. So the ego, you know, the one that knows better than everybody else, that doesn't like to get hurt, hurt, doesn't like to expose itself, that, that was being, it, it was where that talking to myself came through. And I still do in a way, um, I think it's hard for, for us not to kind of go and, and just kind of wanted to say something, but... Now I'm trying to build a little bit of more of a a net or just kind of more other other things other other people to talk to and it's it's gonna take some time and I need to be patient and I get impatient and I get hurt because I feel like i I don't deserve it and you know all these things just kind of came come around the same time because it's rejection right and you it, nobody says like I want to be rejected it's like yeah people say that that's the way you need to do it you're not pushing yourself if you're not getting rejection it's like good for you and i mean that sarcastically i don't want to put myself and punch myself in the face all the time yes again it comes back to what are the struggles right i maybe for some people that's what they need constant punches because that's how they work but 
I don't want to work like that. Because I don't want to start seeing the world as completely just adversary. As always against me. Then I need to prove it wrong. Because that gets you, that gets a chip on your shoulder. And that, <clears throat> that's a whole different thing. So, you know, what is enough? That's something that I'm kind of remain. I'm trying to remind myself. What is enough? Um, and if, if really, if that's clear, um, you know, is the point to reach like a personal record or a PR fast enough? Or does that mean that, uh, because I know, yeah, that means that the next personal record, and I'm going on a little bit on my body, on the body side of things, um, the next PR, right, is going to be next to it. And it's like a never ending thing. So, but is that chain? Of you feeding onto the next thing, is that what you want? Is that the track that you want to be on? So, and as far as my mind, um, just kind of to summarize, I just need to get out of my head a little bit, um, and just really just talk to somebody in a regular cadence a little bit and check in with them. I feel like my family has, you know, I, I, I go lightly with my family because it's your family, right? At times, they're not giving. They're not validating some of the things that I want validation on because I feel loved by them and that they're not going to tell me what I need to hear. Maybe that's what I actually, I should say that that is not a hundred percent true because maybe they're just telling me the problem is that they don't tell me what I want to hear. Um, so that's why I look for somebody else. But I would like to have more people. I don't want to put it on them all the time um, to deal with me. I just because I really don't want them to get worried. Um, you know, I want somebody that maybe I want to you know just be able to be open to somebody that that they know that I that this is normal. And for some of my family, I feel like they're more like you can, if you have a little bit of a struggle, you're in a deep depression. So I feel like if I share something with them, like the only thing they're going to do is just start worrying about it, asking me about it. And it's, it's like almost like I don't want to move on. They're not, their way of helping is by constantly reminding me of a thing. So maybe that's it. As far as the spirit goes, um, would it bring me closer to feeling alive? And I got that f- from a recent video that I saw from Nathaniel Drew. Is just he's just <laughs> he just turned twenty five, and he was having a, a not a crisis, but he was um, he was being kind of looking back and thinking about getting older and what that means to him now and things like that, right? Um, but he had done a video about doing hard things, and and um, he's one of those that did the cold showers video, like a lot of people did in a while. But he was trying to get back on it. But anyways, um, he mentioned it's, that it's one of those things that makes him feel alive, that he's alive, and so that's where I I kind of came that that where that was inspired from. Um, whatever I'm looking for in the spiritual sense is it making me feel alive like i'm i'm here 
And then as far as community, uh, my weekly visit to visit my mom. And then a friend of mine check out a little bit of a check-in. Um, there's a friends that moved away here recently. Um, they want me to go visit, but like I told them, it will be good if they give me a time to go visit. Um, I just don't want to be like just hanging out of the house. I'm not that kind of person, right? If I was married, maybe I had a girlfriend, if I had my kids, that would be a different dynamic because I have a kid, um, sweetest kid ever. But um, it's a, they're, it's their family, right? And it's like me. And it's like, it just, I don't know. To me, that doesn't click. Maybe it's just my own, um, my own thing, but it just doesn't click. So I I think, uh, I told them, like, it would be good if I get dates from them. It's like, hey, yeah, we this could be some fun dates if you want to come up around that time. This time, we have this, this going on. So it doesn't feel like I'm just hanging out of their house. Like, we have some things going on. Um, and it's not like I, I'm asking that I deserved for them to have things going on while I'm up there. I want them to to kind of maybe include me in whatever they have going on. That way I feel like I'm just, um, it's not more like we're hanging out of the house. As far as finances, I bought a new widget for the office. So this, this is, um, I'm running a little bit long today, but I'll keep it short. Um, since somehow I keep these things between 20 and now it's going to be 40 minutes, but usually 20, 30 minutes. But this um, week, I had a faux pas with Unmute uh, on my work, on a board call, where um, I'm pretty sure everybody heard me say, wow, this is awkward. And yes, it was awkward because I felt awkward, although on the upside, on the plus side, okay, nobody said anything, obviously, because it was that awkward that I said something about being awkward, Um which is so meta, but anyways, the the cap the good thing is that it only took him about an hour to bounce back, and I felt terrible. I felt like embarrassed. I was trying to focus on what was going on in the meeting, like and you know, thankfully we don't share cam camera. Uh, using the camera is on a thing for the company that I do uh, that I work for, which is a, a godsend uh, because I don't know if I would have been able to survive the pandemic living on cam um so i'm glad that we're not there um so anyway so after that i just couldn't focus right but it could have been something that i would have dragged for the rest of the day maybe the next day but it only dragged for an hour and that is something that i want to celebrate at least even if it's just internal fanfare um it took me a while to just stop myself to, and this the the words that I said to myself at that time were more were on the whatever you're imagining they it's happened it hasn't happened it's all in your head because I was imagining how people were um, you know and people were talking behind my back and like my boss was gonna say something like you know all these scenarios but in our reality that hadn't happened. I had no evidence that that actually happened. It was all in my head. It was a story. I was filling the gaps. And obviously, as we do and I tend to do, I fill the gaps with unflattering things. Like, Luis looked like he doesn't know what he's doing. So unprofessional. What an idiot. That gap, I filled it. I was putting in that. In my head. Nobody... 
said anything, right? Because it was meta. It was it was awkward that it was awkward. It was awkward because I said that it was awkward. So anyways, after that, I bought this widget from that I have seen before. It came from a newsletter. And I didn't buy it then because I was like, this is silly. Why would I buy that? But I remember it. And I should have bought, I should have gone back and used the link and bought it to there. But now I feel I didn't do it. It came from the newsletter from, uh, I forgot what the name of, Recommendo is uh, Kevin Kelly. And I forgot, I think he's Markin. Her name is escaping me. Um, But Kevin Kelly is how I found it. But anyways, they had it, it's a button. It's like a illuminated brown button that connects to your computer USB-C that you tap to unmute and you tap to mute <laughs> but it's like bright it has a light on it <laughs> so it's almost like the on air thing but anyways I bought one of those things I think it would be useful um, for me to keep in mind as to when I'm on mute and when I'm not but the lesson here is stay in the moment don't I didn't need to have any commentary because you know what? If I was if I was in the room with these people, I would have kept a story face. I would have been saying how awkward this is and stein on the inside, but I kept I would have kept my cool. And that is the thing. I at that moment I should have kept my cool. But you know, that's what you do. Sometimes it just happens. <laughs> Mistakes are bound to happen. Um but that that was it. That was just for this long winded week. Um, a couple of things here and there, but uh, you know, I'm trying to. I'm also I'm always I'm just kind of examining things of what I'm doing, what I want to do. Um, you know, kind of taking things in consideration. Not not like doing dramatic things, but um, just keeping myself on my toes, right? Keeping all the things that I've not noticed that I said that I wanted to continue and like take things off my table instead of adding, um, buy less things, you know, um, look for freedom, freedom of time, uh, flexibility. And, um, and if I'm still staying true to that, right? Because I, I don't have a, and that, that might be the closing statement is, and, um, That maybe it's just what I need is maybe like a an accountability accountability partner, right? Um, that might that is what I'm might be missing is some some accountability. <laughs>